0: Only 17 days to the NFL draft. 17 days to find out the direction of the Indianapolis Colts and all the other 31 teams in the NFL. Anthony Richardson is an interesting case study. A lot of people say high ceiling, low floor, but how low is that floor? That's an interesting question, and we're going to pursue it because that's what we do. We're also going to talk a little bit about Will Levis. People don't like it when I talk about Will Levis. Well, He's going to be drafted, and he is worth talking about. He's worth spending some time on. Odell Beckham Jr., he isn't going to be a Colt. He's going to be a Raven. In fact, nobody really spent any time discussing whether Odell Beckham Jr. should be a Colt, and that speaks to the lack of imagination and the lack of coveting excellence that is apparent in the Colts' front office. We're going to talk about Indiana University basketball. They had a visit from a kid named Kalel Ware, a former McDonald's All American who just finished his freshman year at Oregon. Is he coming to Bloomington? It's the only school he visited. He's going to announce what he's going to do tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Pacers a little bit. Pacers, they won! their season finale. Why? So they've got a lesser chance to ascend to that number one spot in the NBA draft or the two or the three or the four. What are you doing? Why win that game? Are you out of your minds? This is Breakfast with Kent for Monday, April 10th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's just the best plumber in the world. Call him Avail yourself of his genius, 765-610-8809, the number. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, Ring. hit the bell icon if you want an alert every time I go live or post a video, and if you want to make a donation, you make a donation. No big whoop. All right, let's talk about the Colts, let's talk about the draft, let's talk about Anthony Richardson first of all. All right, we like I said, 17 days to the draft. Uh, A couple interesting thoughts from those who communicate with me on a regular basis. One, a DM on Facebook, which I thought was really kind of prescient um, and smart, somebody with a background in football talking about Anthony Richardson and, and whether Anthony Richardson's floor is really as low as it would seem. A lot of people say, oh, high ceiling, low floor. It seems like people say that all the time, and what that means is an athletic quarterback with all the tools below the neck, but above the neck, uh, not operating on all cylinders. That's what a high ceiling, low floor means. Is Anthony Richardson's floor that low? Anthony Richardson showed himself to be a pretty damn good, smart quarterback this past year because he got better as the year went on, and when things break down, he can run. Ran a 44340 at the combine and he weighs 240 pounds. This is a guy that breaks tackles and can motor once he gets open space. How low could the 4 be with a guy who can do that? Now, I understand that once in a while the arm is a little wayward and his accuracy isn't perfect. His footwork in the pocket isn't perfect. Sometimes he relies on a big arm without getting the feet square. And so as a result, you you lose a little bit of accuracy. But for the accuracy you lose, if you got a guy who can run like Anthony Richardson can run, and I'm not I'm not that guy who's like, oh, this is 2023, you've got to have a running quarterback. Without a running quarterback you can't possibly win. No. A couple of years ago Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl a year before that. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. There are a bunch of different ways to skin that cat. Anthony Richardson looks to be a guy who can skin the cat in one way, but then has the potential to be able to skin the cat the other way in a very dynamic way. We're going to find out with Anthony Richardson, but he's the guy... Like, if you want to win a championship, if your game is to win a champion, some guys, what they try to do, what GMs try to do, you got two kinds of mindsets. One is that we don't want to miss. Under any circumstance, we don't want to miss. The other is like, hey, I want to hit. And, and by hitting, we're going to win. So let's go. One of those describes Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard does not like to miss. Chris Ballard might take a chance in the second or third round and call himself a riverboat gambler, but that's not what happens, and that's not how you build a champion. The way you build a champion is by hitting first-round pick after first-round pick like clockwork and and building layers of talent on your football team in different position groups that allow all positions to flourish and and an entire team to click together Look at the Chiefs. That's what the Chiefs do. Look at the Eagles. It's what the Eagles do. Now, the Eagles' window might not be that wide, all right, because they got guys kind of aging out. Fletcher Cox is a huge part of that team and that defense, and he is not long for this game. He eventually is going to age out of it. But you get those windows when you get them, and it takes hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting and hitting. And where's the hitting? Tell me a hit. Tell me a first-round hit. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Look, you go back, Ryan Kelly, kind of a hit. Quentin Nelson, kind of a hit. But these are low-leverage positions. These aren't positions where you need to have, you know, you, you barrel it up and get the launch angle right and hit it 600 feet. That's not the kind of hit that the Colts have had. You go back to beyond 2012, yeah, they dealt the the 2014 first round pick, Jack Muhort. Who else you got? Uh, Philip Dorsett. you yeah, is a, a first round pick. Ryan Kelly a first round pick. Malik Hooker a first round pick. Quentin Nelson a first round pick. Um, Quitty Pay a first round pick. All right, where's the beef? Ain't no beef. There, there's offensive line beef, but as far as guys with great talent. And and guys who are going to lead your franchise to a championship. I mean, Michael Pittman Jr. is perfect. He's a wonderful football player. But what is dynamic about him? He can go up, fight, hand fight, get the football. That's pretty good. He's a good route runner. He's a good athlete. There's a whole lot of good with Michael Pittman Jr. That's good. But there's no great. Same thing potentially with Alec Pierce. Now, with... Uh, With Jonathan Taylor, you got a little great in there. And with Shaquille Leonard, you got a little great in there, too. It's not entirely without greatness, this roster. But it was said to me over the weekend by a guy who knows the top 20% of this roster, it's not a winning group of guys. It's not a a group of guys where you can say, look, here's a potential Hall of Famer. Here's a guy you're going to win a championship with. It's just not. Speaking of a guy who may go to the Hall of Fame one day, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to the Baltimore Ravens, and we never talked about Odell Beckham Jr. I skipped right over Will Levis. And uh, maybe I'll come back, maybe I won't. It it just, it's like, what are you going to do? You watch him play football, and it it kind of, you watch, and your head goes like this. Mm. That happens a lot, and it shouldn't with a potential first-round NFL quarterback. Enough said. Um, stiff? Maybe. We're going to find out. But Odell Beckham Jr. not becoming an Indianapolis Colt, I think, is a shame. Because he's exactly what the Colts need. Now, is he aging out? And is he injury prone and all that? Yes and yes. But he's still a guy with the potential to lift a receiver group. He's a potential guy. He's the kind of guy where a defensive coordinator is going to go, Hey, you know, we got to watch this guy. We got to have, not only do we need a corner on him at all times, we need a safety over the top shadowing him. We, we got to really account for his availability for whoever the Colts quarterback is going to be. And, and the Colts, as far as we know, not even in the game, not even talking. Uh, about acquiring Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to go to the Ravens, and maybe he he washes out, and maybe he doesn't. He's 30 years old, but he's potentially a really good receiver, a a receiver who can do things that nobody on the Colts roster can. He would lift the potential quality of that position group, and he's not going to be here. One year, $15 million. So, yeah, a lot of money, but no risk, no long-term risk with Odell Beckham Jr. So... Um, Lamar Jackson, we still don't know what the hell is going to happen with him. Will the other 31 teams, we know the Ravens kind of want him. The other 31 teams, they don't want to pay what Lamar Jackson wants. And he's not going to get a good read on what his value is because he doesn't have an agent. And that's kind of a shame. That's bad business. And uh, uh, Lamar Jackson making a mistake. By not having an agent, you need an agent, you need a third party doing your work, who knows the game and knows the general managers and can say, hey, look, like, where are you with this guy? What would it take? You know, Lamar Jackson, maybe he goes back to the Ravens, maybe not, but people are kind of blanching. Isaiah, thank you. Uh, What should we do if we get jumped and lose AR? Punt, you know, sweat. I think he got problems. And and Chris Ballard, in the end, is going to say he had a plan and he executed the plan. But the plan, if you don't get Anthony Richardson, is to, you know, hire another mediocrity. And that's what it is. So, you know, hey, Gardner Minshew, we love you. Yeah, that's going to be the response is a big hug for Gardner Minshew and hoping that he's as good as some people who saw him play in that season opening game. The only game the Jaguars won a couple of years ago when he was a starter and went 19-20. to All right. Um, But we'll see with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, if you're going to play 11 games a season, you're not going to get 40-plus million guaranteed. That's just – it's not going to happen. That's life, you know, and you need somebody in the room to tell you that. And, And without an agent, you don't have that person. IU's going to get news tomorrow uh, about Oregon transfer Kalil Ware. He visited last week, visited Bloomington, only visit he's made. Tomorrow he's going to declare where he's going to go. uh, Why is Ballard so conservative? That's who he is. That's his DNA. You know, the conservative guy who keeps all his cash, you know, in a low-yield 401K that just, like, is never going to move from its 1.8% you know, interest level, that's who he is. You, you hire that, you get that. He's going to manage your money and your money is going to grow like this. The Colts are in a competitive venture, right? They're in a competitive venture with 31 other teams. And if you, if you have a low yield but insanely low risk, 401k, you're not going to make more than the guys who are kind of out there day trading. Now, some of those day traders are going to fall off a cliff and they're going to go bankrupt, right? But some of them, a couple of them, are going to hit big. And that's how you win a championship. You don't, You if you have a contest among 32 investors, the guy who puts all his money in the low yield, you know, kind of savings rate account and grows like this, He's going to wind up, in football terms, 8-9 and nine or 9-8. Nine and eight. That's who Chris Ballard is. That's what Jim Ursay wanted. That's what he's got. Colel Ware is going to let us know tomorrow. 7-1. When I think of 7-1 Hoosiers, my mind immediately flashes to Richard Mandeville. Like he's the only one I can think of. I hope Colel Ware can play at a level a little bit greater than Richard Mandeville. Nothing against Richard Mandeville, a fine Hoosier, stayed for four years, did what he could, and uh, but if you're going to get Khalil Ware, you want more than that from Indiana. Are we comfortable with NIL cash being the kind of that lever that flips a switch for a kid like Khalil Ware? Hey, it's just where he can make the most money. Is that, is that what Indiana fans want? Do, do we care? You know what? With like the Colts of the Pacers, free agents sign—they come for the money. What do we care? We don't care. I'm here for the cash. Okay, fine. Ball out. That's where we are in college athletics, for good or for bad. John Rahm—he won the Masters. Good for him. Sergio, Gar- Sergio Garcia, his countryman, didn't stick around to congratulate him. He is a clown. Freddie Couples said it, and it's exactly right. He's a clown. Pacers lost on Friday against the Pistons in the home finale but went to New York yesterday and inexplicably won. What are they doing? They lessened their chance yesterday to get Victor Wembanyama or move up in the draft. Maybe it wouldn't have happened anyway, but my god, maybe it'll happen because of what they did. We don't know. We'll see. Uh Kevin Pritchard and the Pacers need an influx of enthusiasm for this franchise. There is no fizz at all. It is a carbonated drink where all the bubbles have gone someplace else. It is flat, and, and you need some excitement with the Pacers. Hopefully they get it with the draft lottery. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this, what's going to be a beautiful Monday, starting a beautiful week. Unbelievable in central Indiana. We love it. Tammy Griffin, Mark Cannibal. Melissa Bishop Wise, Ellen Wolf celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. We got enough of that in the world. And you know what? Greg Popovich said some things yesterday where my first inclination was to say, stick to sports. Stay in your lane. And then I say, you know what? He's an American. He can talk, he can speak his piece. I got no problem with it anymore. Is staying in your lane. I stay in my lane, but a guy like Pop, I think he's earned his right as an American to say what he thinks about things. No problem with that. We'll talk to you later today on the radio, wgclradio.com. Click to listen. And if you're in Bloomington, just dial in 98.7 FM and there I'll be in about a half an hour. Uh, 7.07, we start talking and we don't stop till nine o'clock. And then later today, Inside Indiana Sports announced, oh 18 plus.